Hey, Internets, this is Rev, and I want you to come crawling around in Taco Bell's garage with us. Check out the new indie bundle. We're still hashtag bringing back the box, and we find out what's in this month's indie box. We talk housewives and zombies with Aberford, and we have some renowned explorers doing some relic hunting. Grab your Molotovs and bricks. It's episode 66 of the Indie Game Riot. I just shit a brick. Everybody, this is Josh, and we are on episode 66 of the Game Riot podcast. 66, uh, 44 Four, episodes to go into 100. Episodes. What? I said 66 long, horrible episodes. Only when you're on the show. Oh, um, <laughs> And uh, oh. <laughs> we're going to get to talking about indie games, but first... Oh, by the way, I mean, just as you notice down there... Uh, we that is uh, tech in disguise. Not really. Tech is a dick, and he's doing film fest. He's an award-winning filmmaker. So he's gone for now. And Prep, who you've heard us talking, he's always in the chat with us, and he's kind of uh, uh, doing the auxiliary stuff and, and helping us out. He's part of the the team. He is filled in today, and uh, he's the one with the. Uh, Southern accent. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that's happening today. But first, uh, let's go ahead and talk about our weeks prep. You go first, unless you unless you want me to put you on the spot. Then Rev can go first. Oh no no no, we're putting you on the spot. All right, you're on the yeah, spot. Um, <laughs> Quick. It's it's been okay. I don't really have too much to complain about. Really, everything went pretty smoothly. Um, you say as your glasses fall off your face. Oh yeah, the glasses, the arm thing broke off, so that sucks. I'm looking forward to that happening, actually. Oh, it'll happen. Oh, it'll. Like, if somebody just walks through my door, I glasses on. fly off. We'll have to get up real fast for anything. How did you, How did you break it? Is it just wear and tear? Or? Uh, well, when I lived in uh, Northwest Arkansas, um, my ex had children. And one of them stepped on my glasses. And uh, wait, so, so this is like has been broken for a long, long time. They were broken for a while, yeah. But being who I am, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, glue. <laughs> and I glued them back together, and they worked for a long time. But eventually, like the whole plastic bit, uh-huh. just so glasses are expensive. I understand. Trust me. I'm God, these even for kids. I'm it's surprised. The lenses. I'm surprised these are lasted. Yeah, the lenses are. I don't know. The, even the frames are a little, like this is plastic, and I bet these frames. Yeah. Uh, I didn't pay for these frames. Luckily, I had insurance when I got these. But these frames probably cost like a few hundred bucks in themselves. The, 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 yeah. The the ones I'm looking at are 45 bucks, and that's on sale. 45. Just go to the just go to Walmart and get some lenses off the uh, <laughs> off the one of those racks. Uh, just uh, reading glasses. Yeah, there you go. You can sit in a rock, rocking chair, act like an old man. 
it, it, it's it, it's a fashion item. It's not uh, corrective. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally don't need to see it. <laughs> one of those uh, one of those like scene hipsters where they get the frames but no lenses in them. Oh, oh I had uh, a I had an ex girlfriend who actually got the frames and got oh. uh, non prescription lenses for it. Oh my god! Just so that because you know it's an Look, accessory. I have an excuse. Like I mean, I mean, I do need glasses, but even if I didn't, like because I'm redhead. I don't like I have blonde eyebrows. So it looks like I don't have them. So I never noticed that until you pointed it exactly, out. Exactly, because I wear glasses. The glasses outline my eyes so you don't even notice until I point it out. Now everyone's just gonna be staring at my eyebrows all night. But anyway, uh Rev, take the attention away from my eyebrows. Uh <laughs> you don't have any. <laughs> I'm drawing attention to it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I I worked a lot. I did some more work. Uh, I got to... No, I haven't played any games, really. Um, there was something I was going to say, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, I've had, like, four root canals in the last two weeks. <laughs> that is uh, fun, the best. Right? Like, so I, I told you guys I broke the one tooth, and then they were going to do all of this work. So they did the root canal, and then they did another root canal, and then they did an extraction, and then they put on the temporary bridge. Like, I've got this giant bridge that runs from the back of my mouth all the way up to my eye teeth. But not, um, but that's, like, that's a good thing, though. No, it's a good thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the, to- the eye tooth was still alive, and they, like, shaved it down into, like, this really horrific-looking fang thing. And uh, then they were, like, it, it started hurting. And I go into the dentist who was like, yeah, no, this really kind of fucking sucks. And he's like, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Uh, sometimes they don't like being under uh, under that. And uh, we could just do another root canal. So instead of getting my permanent bridge put in, like, Friday, like I was intending, I ended up getting a root canal done on Saturday and then going back Monday and getting it done. So now my face doesn't hurt and it's awesome and I can like masticate properly without fear of like not having teeth there. You can fix that real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would not end well for either of us. (laughs) But uh yeah, how how how's your week been? Two weeks. I've been I've been gone for two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, well, you missed uh, last episode. I talked about uh, my fifth anniversary. Oh, congratulations! So that happened, and uh, a lot of good. Ex- we ended up going to DC. Long story short, I'm not going to go into it. I went to DC uh, to see Ed Sheeran. There was uh, parking issues because of the Pope, and I got farted on a lot. That's uh, the gist of it. And uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you can go back and and. Uh, listen to uh, the, I'll go back and watch the episode it. when it comes out which brings me to my thing now because I forgot to mention it last episode is that um, uh, due to employment changes within our family right here uh, I am no longer going to be working I instead am watching my children so I can't I still can't do this full time but I will get more free time than right you did. Because you can always give your kids Tylenol PM. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Parenting 101 right here. Yeah. Exactly. Tylenol father, PM is the way to do it. Father of the year. No. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be, I mean, I, I, obviously I, I got to spend time with them and, and run. I Already, I mean, my daughter's three years old. I have to run her around all these different things. Um, right. But uh, I will be here more often and therefore um, we'll be able to work on stuff more often. So look forward to that. Excellent. I've already got so some stuff this, coming out. 
I'm I'm actually while while I'm excited about the uh, the the higher delivery rate on digital content um, is the uh, is the um, employment scenario going to be a good thing? Yes, it's okay. uh yeah. Uh, she, she my wife got a better job, better paying job uh, than I what I have. So therefore, we are switching. Um, Kicking it back around, right? Because someone uh-huh. has to be here for the kids. So right, right. Um. Other than that, I'm trying to think of anything there is. So, yeah, I think we should all just chill out and take a take a hit of an indie news injection. Your voice was going to put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, do you want to do Beacon of Hope, and then uh, I'll hit the uh, the Taco Bell Garage. And then you can hit the indie bundle, indie bundle or sure. prep can if you'd like. Yeah, you want to? You feel like you're up for uh, leading any of these? I'm providing third party commentary. Okay, <laughs> so Josh, if you want to take a Beacon of Hope and yeah. uh, Indie Bundle 15, and then I'll do unboxing, and then yeah. All right. Cool. And this week on Indie Game Riot, we're talking Taco Bell, which makes no sense whatsoever until you realize that they have announced the Indie Game Garage. Why Taco Bell is the one that's doing this, I don't know. I'm, I'm that is le- weird. I'm leaning towards it being more like, hey, their, their, their marketing team was like, what's popular right now? Oh, Minecraft. Yeah. Awesome. We could totally get in on this and make <laughs> us seem hip and cool again instead of, you know be known for the pink slime fiasco from decades ago um, <laughs> i thought that was mcdonald's <laughs> whatever they, they all get it from the same place so the gist of it is um taco bell as a corporation believes that no one is more creative than indie game developers which i agree with uh and they bring art music and code together and create experiences which i also agree with and so they're going to uh allow you to enter their program um Basically, you share footage of your game, um, and that while it's in the process of being made, and uh, that enters you as a possible winner of the indie bell indie game garage by Taco Bell program. That's not a contest, but you're a winner. Yeah, it's a it's a program, not a contest. But you're Uh, a winner. But you just had a ghost walk by your background. So, so all winners receive five hundred dollars worth of Taco Bell gift cards, which I guess yes. is useful. Um, but, which is know. useful, but uh, very anti-productive because you will now spend half the time shitting instead of programming. <laughs> <laughs> instead, I'm shitting out Doritos. You have to turn into a mobile mobile developer because that's what you're going to be. Um, and uh, and you'll have access to a private forum of gaming industry experts, which I. Really, I don't think they thought this through. Like, like I don't. I think this is like you said. Someone in marketing, yeah. Someone in marketing was like, "This is popular right now. Let's do it." But they have no idea. Like, they have nothing. They nothing to do with it. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off the experts that they have. Um, that that you as a entrant will have access to on a forum, um, and you tell me what immediately springs to mind in terms of independent games. Uh, Jessica Chobot. I mean, they, what they're going for, they went for big names because she's from the Nerdist thing. 
yeah, what is what does she do with 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 games? But uh, <laughs> she's basically she's she's the host of their one of their podcasts, Bizarre States. Uh, has I don't know what that has to do with indie games, right? Um, so- she did, although she did, uh, she was with IGN for a little while. And did absolutely nothing with independent but games. But again, that was the Daily Fix, which is like a countdown show. Nothing to do with right. games, like you said. Had, had not, yeah, so that that's one of it. Um, the the other I can almost see because the 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 crew involved with this uh, does kind of have experience with building a huge community, basically from scratch, and they bring in the Rooster Teeth crew. Um, again, not a whole lot to, to do with indie games other than on occasion, uh, you know, they do some voice acting. But here. They, they are still the, the most legit out of the yeah. three. And I would be okay if they were one of the three, if the other two were better. How about Rami? That would be a good one. That would be a good one to have. But back. he's not a big enough of a celebrity in uh, for Taco for, Bell. For Taco here. Bell, yeah. And, and then there's and then there's Swiftor or Joseph Almanawi, um, who is a Twitch streamer who organizes fashion shows in Grand Theft Auto and singing competitions in Call of Duty. I'm not of which... sure how I feel about that in the first place. <laughs> um, but again. Like you said, all AAA games. Uh, everything, everything to do with AAA. No, okay. you're like these guys are kind of nerdy. They're good, right? They got like, lots of. It really, this, this whole thing strikes me as being a, a marketing scam. Sorry, you were you were saying dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the... uh, that, uh, that's what I was getting at. Is it sounds like it's nothing more than just a marketing scheme. It's like they looked on the internet and was like, hey, this person, they're really popular. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they maybe did like a quick Google search, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. It's like, and hey, they were in a video game show before on, you know, TV or some shit. So <laughs> know let's put it up on here. Game development. They're experts. Yeah. Meet them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah, um, Taco Bell, let's, uh, let's go dicking around in their garage. I, I would say, though, that in the end, um, even though even though this is very contrived and just weird, uh, it's still nice to see a large platform for indie developers. So I mean, there is that. Um, if you are interested as an indie game developer, you have 44 days to enter. Uh, it is indiegamegarage.com, uh, and you will you will be able to, to uh, take a look and, and see what you need to do. Uh, you know and else. Uh, could actually enter into this program, possibly, maybe, someday, <laughs> if it still happens. Uh, we Our friends from Luna Wolf Studios, who we've had on the show before, they were on IRX. We've talked to them at, um, uh, actually, both MAGFest and uh, Too Many Games. Um, and, Rev, you, Rev, you just at Too Many Games, but I met them at both. Yeah. Um, they have a Kickstarter running uh, for their game, Beacon of Hope. And the reason that, first of all, we're not doing this in Peep Show, uh, just a little disclaimer here, is because of our connection with them. Um, I don't feel that it's right for us to feature them in Peep Show because of how much of a connection we have with them and, and when we haven't even seen a finished product product for this game. Um, maybe later, when this game is finished, 
maybe that will be something that we, when we have like like proof that we can show you guys well, saying that I, this game is good. What I played from it, I enjoyed. Right. And, and the the video that they they've got now um, is definitely an improvement over what I was playing at too many games. Right. And so it, this it, is very early really alpha. Good. Yeah, very early alpha. And honestly, they're not looking for a whole hell of a lot. Like no. that was actually kind of a, a surprise to me. I was I was expecting them to be looking for a bit more. Well, they're uh, they're connected to Nate, and I think they they. Because we talked to him about like what he would do if he were to do a uh, Kickstarter, and I think they share the same mindset. So they're looking for like the minimum that they need. Um, yeah. So not to go into this, but just real quick, uh, if you are interested in helping them, they're looking for $9,000 to fund Beacon of Hope. And, of course, the links uh, are in the description. It's a really cool strategy game. Um, have an open mind if you are one of those that are like, I want pretty games. This is alpha. <laughs> so make sure that you understand that. And uh, they, oh man, they already got through all their early bird specials, which is cool. Um, oh, did they already? Yeah, and they're almost Damn. to two thousand. So, and twenty-eight days to go at the time of this recording. So, um, good luck, uh, Luna Wolf Studios. Hope we can help out a little bit, and uh, maybe even uh, show a little money out for those of us who aren't poor. All of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, speaking of poor people, you know what poor people can afford. Uh, free games? No. A bundle. Pay as you go bundles. Yeah, bundles. Um, while bundles are questionable uh, for indie devs, I think uh, it's still cool that I we've discussed it several times. I, I've stated my case on bundles, um, and I think used responsibly, they are a good thing. Mm. Um, and that right now, Hindi, humble indie bundle fifteen is happening. Um, so I mean, there's that in itself. They have uh, currently. Sir, you are being hunted. Cube, goodbye, Deponia. Um, coupon, which I think is actually stupid. I don't like when they do coupons. But uh, Skullgirls, Planetary Annihilation, good game. We covered that uh, in one of our starting riots. Uh, Xenonauts and Gang Beasts, um, which is that fighting game that I I'm not a fan of, but a lot of people really like it. Um, and they are going to add more games as well because it's still early on in the humble bundle. But the other thing that's really interesting about this humble bundle is that the indie box um, is actually involved with this. And uh, wait, what? Yeah, the indie box is involved with this. One of the things, uh, one of the tiers that you can pay for twenty five dollars, uh, you get a three D printed uh, figure of one of the uh, characters from from the games that they're giving away mm-hmm. uh, in in the style of Gang Beasts. Or seventy dollars or more, uh, you get seven figures of all the games that they are giving away in the. Um, uh, indie bundle uh, in the style of Gang Beasts and the people who are doing the 3D figures are the Indie Box it's being sent from the Indie Box oh that's cool yeah so um, yeah I think that's really cool that uh, they're involved with that so good job Indie Box and uh, sp- speaking of Indie Box Speaking of indie box, I've got one. Um, as always, my uh, my disclaimer: um, we do have a partnership with them that uh, that you can sign up for, and we get a little teeny tiny bit of a kickback. But I pay for this out of my own pocket, um, and I have no idea what it is. And if Josh ruins it, I'm going to kill him. So it is uh, this month's Towerfall Ascension by Matt Makes Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, box art doesn't look too bad. Uh, my mouse just got shifted, so I can't see my camera. There we go. Um, 
box art is uh interesting i it, it kind of sets a tone <laughs> and yeah let's see what we got in there uh something with a usb stick uh, key uh okay got a i'm assuming a map god why Forget plastic bags and this is the most exciting part of the show where Rev struggles to break into <laughs> struggles his box. with packaging. <laughs> uh, oh! Okay. I don't know what, what is, this is. is I, I think it's a decal. Slap that on your car, baby. Like, or, or quasi-poster, or maybe I'm supposed to turn it into one of the, uh, like, the, the king... Uh, Burger King crowns. Maybe? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe? Should, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> we'll call it good for now. <laughs> uh, what else do we get? Packaging. Yeah, really. Oh, prep's gone. Excuse us while the cameras may shift a bit. Fucking go. Skype. Uh. Do you want to pause for just a second? No, no, we're good. No, keep just, going. Um, yeah, the cameras aren't too bad, and we'll just wait for him to come back. Um, and hopefully he does. What is that? That's cool. This is like a little flag banner thing. It's, Ooh, uh, I like that. Cloth, and uh, I, I, I definitely like that. Uh, obviously, uh, some of the characters. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's that's pretty quality, actually. It looks nice. Yeah. Rub it on your face. How's it feel? Well, she's not on the microphone. <laughs> It was something I would definitely rub on my face if I was on ecstasy. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. Um, uh, this month's uh, one thing. Fall. One thing I do know that's not in this box. Uh-huh. Uh Not to jump ahead of you, is the um, original soundtrack, and it's in really? like every other single box that they've ever done. Apparently, a lot of people were upset about that. <laughs> Um, because they are, are assuring everyone, because I do know what's coming up next month, but I'm not going to ruin it for you. Um, no. But they, they did assure everyone that it's uh, um, happening. Whoa. <laughs> the cameras are really screwed up now. Never mind. Okay, I will wait. Um, but they are, they are assuring everyone that it's going to continue in the next box, uh, which is actually Meat Boy. So, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't fuck with me like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no spoilers. So, okay, do you want to fix... It looks like Prep just lost all internet entirely. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to fix cameras real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pause uh, and then I'll pick up from there. We'll pause right now. Excuse us, everyone. Technical difficulties. Part of the live process. So I was right. It is a crown. They even included instructions. Locate your Towerfall Victor's crown. It should look something like this. And then cut out the Towerfall Victor's crown. Cut along the dotted edge. Don't cut off your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Step three, fold the latch. Step four, cut a slit for the folded latch to fit your head. On the other side of the crown, cut a small slit for the latch. Make sure it appropriately fits your head. Now put the folded latch in the cut. Congratulations, your glorious crown is ready to be worn. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. They were at PAX. Cool. Thanks, James. Uh, Indie Box Retrospective from PAX Prime. Uh, it was incredible. Thank you all of our subscribers and streamers that came by to say hi and show your support. It was so much fun meeting you guys and girls in person. High five. Uh, so what happens? They arrived early on Thursday, created their booth. Uh, they've always had a corner booth. It allows for great flow of traffic. Unfortunately, they did not have a corner booth. They had a mid-aisle booth, and their setup didn't work all that well. And they didn't have people in there to help, so it seems smaller, and yeah. Um, they had to completely redo their booth on the second day. Let me know when the cameras are ready. We're ready. Oh, okay. Well, then, yep. cool. I'll stop. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> you need one of those, like, cut boards? You know what I mean? Take six. The clappers. There you go. <laughs> All right. So moving back, uh, we have the instruction manual. The art for it, again, also looking really good. Um, and, uh, you know, if they keep doing this, I'm going to have a lot of these. Uh, going through the character bios and uh, da, 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 lots of power-ups. Nothing about the gameplay. They've got some really cool art in this series, I think. Like, yeah. it just it, it just really screams kind of gothic, whatever. Um, ooh, I have... This was the thing that I was saying I should have several of at some point. What is um, happening? I now have a SNES-style USB controller done in the art of, uh, of Towerfall. How cool is that? Oh, I think we're getting a call right now. Are we? Yeah. To our phone number? Yeah. Is it tech? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't pick it up, but uh, the voicemail can be left. Okay. Uh, here's the Towerfall sticker. Actually, that doesn't... I don't see much art in that. <laughs> yeah, the IndieBox version, it looks to be really fine detailed. Like... Yeah, I mean, I see a little... Oh, I see it now. That's hard uh, to see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have noticed it until then. And then an actual decal of Towerfall itself. And then, yeah, you're right. No soundtrack? What the fuck? Yeah. A lot of people were upset about that, but it is coming back uh, next week for Braid. Next week? Or next, next month. Wait, wait, for Braid. Please tell me you're just fucking with me. Like, you're with me. <laughs> Um, oh, and this month, uh, I did not get a really good number uh, uh, in terms of low. Uh, I got that. Was it 254? 254. That's that's your lowest one yet, isn't it? No, I had like 170-something. Oh, that's not that bad out of yeah. 1,500. Yeah. Um, and then the part that Josh always likes the most, a USB fub. Ooh, I like the art on that one. And it looks like it's the same on the other side. Nice. Seriously, no soundtrack. <laughs> now you're pissed I'm off. Cancel my subscription to your... Fuck it. Um, <laughs> now, normally we do an incredibly smooth transition from the indie box into our discussion point, but we're gonna pause. Yeah, we're gonna pause right here to get prepped back in the show. So let me. Uh, I'll add you back in prep. Oh, hey, and Tech decided to join us. What a dick. Excuse the camera shifts. 
You're you're filming a movie. Are you the one that left the voicemail? Please say you. It was the a one it was a two hundred one area code. There was no I, voicemail though. What? I know. I'm a little oh, upset about that. I should have picked it up. I should. No, you wouldn't have been able to hear it, but I should have picked it up. Uh, Everyone else would have heard it. Have we received any uh, copy creepy pastas? For our, our Game Key giveaway? No, that never happened. <laughs> okay, because the episode hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I never announced it or anything like that. Um, if we could get that done soon, it would be in time for Halloween. Woohoo! Ooh, our Halloween show. I've been I've been I've been hoarding certain scary games. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh, okay. So he did leave a message. <laughs> uh, How, how's the filming going? Oh, I see it there. Okay. <laughs> I I love the I love the uh text. The text uh voice to text is terrible. <laughs> oh, let me <laughs> Uh should I read the text first or play the message? Uh read the text first and then we'll play the, the right. message. That gives me time to load it up and hitbox. Here's the text. Hi Andy Game Ryan. This is Jack. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do the show tonight because I'm actually filming a movie. We just killed Jesse on screen, and it's going to be kind of awesome. So hope you guys have a fun show. I'm calling you from the basement of my house so my computer and my recording stuff is up there. But we have to burn the midnight oil, so good luck, have fun, and having fun show, guys. See you. <laughs> All right. I'll play the message. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna play it? I'm sorry I can't do the show tonight because I'm actually filming a movie. We just killed Jesse on screen, and it's gonna be kinda awesome. So, hope you guys have a fun show. Uh, I'm calling you from the basement of my house, so my computer and all my recording stuff is up there. But we have to burn the midnight oil, so good luck, have fun, and have a fun show, guys. See ya. There you go. Aww. Oh, shuckaroonies. Okay, now to remute my uh, <laughs> my Chrome. Um, well, cool. I, I'm glad things are going well, and uh, good luck. I um, oh, just posted a picture of, of Jesse being dead. <laughs> she has blood in her mouth. <laughs> what did you use for the blood? I wonder how bad the lag is. I didn't seem to be too bad. Hmm. At least right, for me. I get set up for this. I gotta. Oh, prep then. Uh, prep. I officially dubbed my IP cable jinx. Is your thing still not working there, prep? I mean, you're on Hitbox. That's what I was doing. I forgot. I was adding him back in. I have to come up with some way to organize all of my indie boxes because right now they just end up in a pile on the sofa <laughs> at one end and I just lay all of my uh, pillows up against it when I go to bed I'll try on you in one more time bubble wrap 
I hear, I hear a sound. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. there we go. <laughs> I told you my week was going fine, so of course something had to just <laughs> take a huge shit all over everything. Obviously. All right, let me uh, redo this camera. Oh, side note, they uh, they included a, a, a white sheet of paper with the game. I didn't mention it. Important Towerfall update. Occasionally in the games industry, you'll have to make some small changes after a game is shipped to suppliers. It's funny, a white sheet of paper is one of those things that we all remember getting in classic PC games from the 80s. It almost wasn't authentic unless it had something that had to be changed. Well, this is one of those instances, so we have a couple of quick things that you'll need to do before playing the game. For Windows users, to properly do this... Uh, 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 Towerfall Ascension and Towerfall Dark World from the USB. Oh, so this is two games in one. Um, unzip or extract the zip file from the USB to your folder designated on your computer. Download and install the XNA framework. Um, here's a reduced sized link that's case sensitive, which doesn't really do me a I can't click it or copy and paste. <laughs> um, and then run the uh, Towerfall EXE from the extracted folder on my computer. There you go. Um, okay. well, since Prep's Welcome back, back. <laughs> since Prep's back, we can continue with the uh, discussion point once I get there. Okay. And uh, you can do the clapboard. That's what's called clapboard. Thank the you. clap board, clap, clap, clap. Yeah, that thing. Uh, and we will talk about VR. Dun dun dun. Oh, am I doing this? Okay, here we go. Yeah, kick it off. Take sixty-seven. <laughs> you know what's weird? Huh? My daughter, and I had no idea why. But anytime she sees like a long number, like that's like more than one number i should say <laughs> uh, if it's if it's double digits <laughs> yeah if it's if it's double digits or more the she always calls it 69 and i don't know why it's not for me <laughs> it's not for my wife i don't know why Casey, maybe? i don't think so i don't think so i mean he i haven't he hasn't been around for a while so um it's weird but anyway <laughs> Unless you've no, caught sweetheart. On TV. That's that, that that's four hundred and eighty-two. That's not sixty-nine. It's no. a different number. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Anyway, it's embarrassing. It's one of those things where you're like, please don't say it in public. <laughs> All right. right. <clears throat> okay. And our discussion point for today, as we smoothly stroll back into the show uh, after technical difficulties is about VR and its effect on the indie game industry. Um, it was, uh, we were thinking about discussion points before the show and I thought this would be an interesting one because it's been cropping up in the news recently uh, what with like the 20 different companies that have all of a sudden wanted to start do VR. Um, people are saying VR is like the future gaming. Um, uh, there are certain big uh, games that are specifically programming for VR now, Oculus, especially um, Morpheus is is doing really well from um, from Sony, mm -hmm. and uh, and probably the most recent thing is uh, GameStop saying that they will be the hub, the the main place. Uh, 
<laughs> the main place for those of you listening to the recorded version, Rev was just beating off to GameStop. Um, no, they, I was indicating my lack of enthusiasm for GameStop. I know, but I like but to just... uh, misrepresent. <laughs> uh, They're a blight on the economy, damn it. <laughs> that they will be the, the go-to place for VR uh, as VR grows, which uh, is kind of laughable, but... I mean, because it's GameStop. Because yeah, it's GameStop. Um, so, what do you guys think about VR and indie games, and like how it affects the industry? Is it really where everything's going? All this no. sort of stuff. No. No. Explain so, yourself. No. <laughs> no uh, Prep. Do you want to do? Or you just want to? Do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> if you encountered VR uh, before I launch into my diatribe, um, I would go and say, "Oh well, of course, you know." The generation of children now will be the ones going into virtual reality, but myself and I'm sure you guys also were around when early stages of virtual reality were being kind of pushed in gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember at the mall they had like this huge virtual reality arcade. You go and you spend some money and you get to play the games, and um, I just remember it even then being novelty. And yeah. novelty is the word that. I always forget. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't see that changing down the road anytime soon with virtual reality. I think it will always remain novelty, no matter how pretty or polished it is. So you don't think be novelty. So you don't think if if people were to like force it basically and get it <clears throat> make it become so immersive that that is like the you can't even go back, you know. Uh yeah. I mean, the, besides the point that it's it's not especially now, uh, very affordable. Um, I mean, it's not that expensive, but I mean, to get to that kind of immersion, I'm sure it won't be affordable. Um, you don't think that people will jump all over that? Like, no, for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. For a little bit. Look at, look at, look at movies right now. Look at movies right now. 3d 3D has been making, making a resurgence for the last like six years. (laughs) And not using the goofy, uh, red and blue glasses anymore. Even though I, I <laughs> those, like those. Those don't work, by the way. Those don't work, by the way. Um, for for me, anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, like the the current 3D movies, cool. They, they that actually does work for me because uh, it doesn't rely on color correction to 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 do that. Um, but it the 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 biggest issue with it is it isn't universal enough. It isn't enough of a draw, and it has enough major side effects that nobody gives a shit anymore. Like, like if a movie gets released with 3D, people are like, oh, cool. For some movies, maybe. Well, my thing with, I mean, if you're going to compare it to 3D movies, my thing with 3D movies is that, yeah, it's 3D for, like, the first 10 minutes, and then you forget it's 3D. Like, I, I that's how it is for me. Like, when I went and watched Avatar in 3D, I was like, oh, cool. And then, like, ten minutes into the movie, I was, like, in the movie, and I'm not even, like, realizing that. Except for, like, the only time I got back into, like, realizing it was 3D was when they were flying around the cliffs. Because that was, like, IMAX kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, With VR. With with VR, though, I, I, I don't think we're going to run into quite that same problem. It's a novelty, and I think it's an amazing novelty. Like, like I love the whole so what, VR scene. What about side-by-side, side, then? Instead of saying novelty and having it in that like kind of like meh corner, you don't think it'll run side by side to regular gaming like 3D is with movies right now? No, no, I don't. I don't. If it, 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 well, it it can, but it'll remain the novelty. 
it, it, it's much like uh, how to how to put this like every every time that we've tried doing vr and this round of vr is much better than the last one um, i i, I, I played the shit out of virtual boy <laughs> See, and I, I hated Virtual Boy. Hated with a passion. I played tennis on that thing. <laughs> I played Wario yeah. is missing or whatever the Wario game was. Flash. Yeah, like it was, it was just trash and it was horrible. And that's basically what we have now. We have it in better format. We have it on better quality. But it's still the same thing. You put a big well, clunky thing on your face, and you can look around. And there are cases where it is amazing, and it works really well. I'm playing Alien Isolation oh, in shit. my off time, and watching people play that. Okay, I was gonna say I, the Oculus is a fucking amazing thing. Like I would love to experience that. But it that's the thing. You like watching them. It's not the same because it's not like right there. But that would right. I that. There are certain kinds of games that that I wouldn't call them games at that point. I would say there are certain experiences to be had with it. Okay, like hard games. A game, playing a game in and of itself doesn't it, it doesn't do it. There are way I've I've played Oculus games at Indiecade last year, and I'm sure I'm going to do it again at Indiecade this year. I've played games that were specifically built for the Oculus and other VR tech, and while they are fun, it's not immersive because you know, the way that I'm maneuvering around the asteroid belt is by moving my head about. And, you know, that's not a, that, that's not a control scheme that's productive to long-term play. There, there are two things I will, because I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. There are two things okay. on your side of things that, that you're arguing that I would agree with, um, with VR is one, uh, the clunkiness, the, 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 extra equipment that you have to strap on your face there's a lot of issues with that they are working on and and side effects and and that in itself i mean it's like rock band you know what i mean which is actually coming back by the way but you know you're you're paying for these things and it takes up space and it's like it's it's kind of just there and use it and then but anyway and if it gets well it's fantastic the second thing is kind of like what the issue is with we and wii Mm -hmm. u is that it's so different the control the control scheme is so different, and the software is so different from uh, you know PS4 and Microsoft um, th- that people don't want to make games for it necessarily. Like I know most of people listening to this probably probably don't play sports games. I do, um, but I'm if you remember if you remember uh, if anyone remembers years ago, uh, ESPN tried to make a game. That was uh, from the first-person helmet view. Oh yes, I remember. Do you remember that? that? And I it, remember failed that it failed miserably. It failed miserably. It failed miserably. And that, even though it wasn't VR, that's what would kind of have to happen if you were Here's, in VR. And so, would they would they really be willing to, you know, games like that? Would they really be willing? Because I mean, they sell their million, their multi. They sell millions of copies, you know what I mean, of Madden and things like that. So they're not going to... Here's... Uh, I, I guess here would be my, my, my counter to that. Um, the, the VR scene is primarily the playground of independent studios. Uh, right. At, at the moment. Like, like can I, every everything that I have seen or heard... It's very or, hipsterish. It, it, it kind of is. Mm. But, I, you know, you, A, you have to come up, you, you have to fix the controls. 
Right? Like there has to be some better way outside of the experience games to play the game uh, without, uh, you know, cause people don't like motion controls. That's the problem with the connect. That's the problem with the. Well, that's because they, it's not go. implemented well enough. Usually. Well, no, there were some that actually some... did fairly decent implementation, yeah. but nobody gives a shit because we're all gamer. Like we want to sit down and play a game. We don't want to have to get up and, you know, well, it's very, it's very, and, like, yeah, it's very niche. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, it, sure, that might be a, a, again, that's what lends it to the novelty aspect. If you integrate the experience that you're seeing and hearing with a but standard control, you now have a disconnect in the experience. I mean, you, man, you mentioned, uh, like, Alien Isolation, and in general, horror games, um, indie horror games that uh, go very well. And I think that. They're, they're not saying that there will be, but there could be a split in which certain genres will dominate Correct. VR and, and VR will rise because of that next to regular gaming. I, I, don't, I don't think so because half of, at least in today's environment, 95% of the draw of the horror games is watching somebody else's reaction to Right, and, and you can't really. It is a little know, bit of a watching somebody play Alien Isolation on the Oculus, while horrifically entertaining. You know, the first time they walk under a vent and the alien eats their fucking face and off. She, can you imagine the mouth come? Oh god! Oh no! It's, but that's I, the thing. I, <clears throat> Not too many people could handle that. Exactly. But Prep is having Prep, Prep is just peed himself a little bit just thinking about it. <laughs> Because it happened to me, but I was on a TV. Um, so, so there's there's experience games, and there's no way to really share that experience. And, and until we find a way to break that, it's an experience, not a it's a console. Like if if we can get it to that level, I think we would be Dude, much better. Suited. Imagine a 3D platformer, like first person platformers. I could get behind Mirror's Edge. Exactly. God, that would be amazing. But. There's the disconnect between the experience that you're seeing and hearing and your controls. Right. And that because you can't you can't actually run. Right. Or and, if you well, would want to ways. run. There, there are. I ways saw I saw contraptions, but that's like room filling equipment. Room filling gear, exactly. Yeah. So and, until we can change it from an experience to an actual game, it's like a carnival ride at that point. Exactly. Um, I think we'll, 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 we're going to run into some problems. The other big thing that I, I, I want to say is we have to find a different way to do VR. Because technologically right now, and we talked about this before uh, on a much earlier episode about how VR is sexist was the clickbait <laughs> title I gave it. Yeah. Um, and, and they've been doing Straight a lot. Straight out of Kotaku. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they've been doing a lot of research into that because of that uh, because of the the findings there and it's accurate if you're eliminating almost 50% of the gaming population because the technology used to 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 cause the the 3D effect the mm. the virtual reality aspect causes headaches migraines nausea and vomiting but so do roller coasters i mean just don't use it then well, okay, so now you've eliminated 50% of the people that could potentially be using your console, your Oculus Rift. You've just eliminated half of the market because... Right. Why? Well, it's... I wouldn't say half. Well, since half of the... More than half of the gaming market is female, yeah, you, you, you are looking at... But not at all females are 
getting sick from it or headaches. But anyway, that's besides the point. Let's just final final thoughts. Final thoughts. It's an experience, and it needs to become. Well, final question. I should say. Okay. Is VR helpful to the indie game industry? Fuck yes. Prep. Hell yes. Like, like think, just think. Even, even the experience games. Uh, don't stop talking, or stop talking, and people die. Whatever that one game was, where oh, it was the bomb defusal. Yeah. You put on the Oculus Rift, and you're defusing the bomb while getting like feedback from your partner who's right. got the, the bombs. Like that was well, a fun experience. That was a you fun and I. Game. You and I have experience. Prep. Have you ever put on any kind of VR stuff? Used it. Back in the day, not anything. The Virtual modern. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, you, not even the Virtual Boy, but full-on virtual reality stations where you stand in a thing oh, with the goggles yeah, yeah. and look around and have the controls. And sh- yeah. Uh, well, Rev and I have used the Oculus, and I, I you're right. It is that I, I don't want it to go away. Um, prep, like, even though you haven't used it, do you think, uh, just based on the information that you have, that it is helpful to indie games and the industry? To a point. Your point. I'll, I'll always see it as a novelty. It's like something fun to experiment with, but it'll never be something that you don't think like, there's going to be any mainstream games that will make people buy a VR thing. I'm sure there'll be like one or two. One or two. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, let us know in the audience and those of you who are listening to the recorded version what you think. Um, there's a little bit of YouTube horridge right now. Put it in the comments, <laughs> or if you're on our website, put it in the comments on the website. Or if you're in the chat, you can chat with us because we're going into a little bit of a segment break, but not for you, though, those of you who are listening to the recorded version. We're just going straight into it then. Uh, but we're going right into starting the riot. <laughs> bad segue. Where's that, where's that shit at? Where's that bad segue? Yeah, hold on. There you go. There you go. Uh, Also, hello, uh, people who just popped in the chat. Lady Rabbit. Uh, Is that that Bill? I don't know. Um, And Midor Feed GG. Hello. Welcome. And and a guest, even. (laughs) Yeah, and a a lurker. You should sign in, totally. Sign in and chat, because it's fun. (laughs) Uh, That was a good discussion. Yeah, yeah. All right. Get this next stuff set up. You. Uh, so there's multiple sword fighting events going on this weekend. Um, guy, oh, really? <laughs> guy crashed his hand with. Oh, is that the little X wheel thing? Tell me that was on camera. That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I would. I would laugh and watch v- YouTube videos of that. <laughs> Just reverse it in slow mo. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's like the little X-wheel type things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> what a douchebag. Um, okay, I'll get the video up. And uh, if you are new to this to this uh, chat as we're setting up the next thing, feel free to follow us. Click on the button below. You'll get notified every time we go live every week, Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every so often. And there's a bunch of uh, links below the stream, too, that you can click on if you want. The Beginner's Guide? I have not yet. It is something that has... Uh, it. I saw it referenced a couple of times today um, while I was at work and was like, oh, I should probably check that out. Is this uh, a new internet meme I'm missing? No, no, no. The, the Beginner's Guide is... Uh, it, 
a new game. Uh, oh, well. How come you don't tell me these things? Because I was fucking asleep. Uh, yeah, it's on Steam. Currently on sale on Steam. Uh, da, 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 da. Narrative video game from Davy Reedon, the creator of the Stanley Parable. Ooh. It's about an hour and a half long and has no traditional mechanics, no goals or objectives. Instead, it tells the story of a person struggling to deal with something they do not understand. Interesting. Send that to my email or something. Go to Steam and look for the beginner's guide. I don't have time to remember. <laughs> Just give your kids some Tylenol PM or some Dimetap. They'll they'll remember. I'm busy with the show right now. I'm gonna forget <laughs> by the end. Okay, I, I I just tweeted at you. There you go. Right. Well, now everyone knows. Secrets out. No. Ah! Okay. Um. Yeah. No. It, uh, it's one that I wanted to look into. Um. But uh, I have a. Uh, a bit of a backlog at the moment. I've got some games that I gotta potentially play for the show. Um, I got a, I got a dev or a press key for Tenertia that just released, and uh, need to need to play that. Uh, speaking of playing, did you get a chance? We didn't uh, get a response back from uh, Abbey Games for the first thing. Um, you're gonna do Aberford. Did you play any Relic Hunters, or do you want me to? I, yeah, I haven't had time. I will do that. I'm sorry. Working 36 hours in 24 hours time is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Sound like a, a bit of a cow. <laughs> and I will do this. Not for every player or gamer, but really liked it because you're a creator. I'll, yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll keep that in mind and, and check that out probably in the next week or so. This this month is going to be so hectic, by the way. Holy God. So Any uh, Fridays that are no-goes? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. Um, the weekend that I'm at IndieCade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should set up a live booth. <laughs> we claim this park table here. <laughs> Excuse um, me, but I reserved that. I don't see your flag. <laughs> you see the sticker here that says Indie Game Riot? Mm. Uh, no, so next week I should be good. Um, the weekend after that, I should be good. That's the 16th. Speaking and of, then... Indiecade tickets are on sale. I should have put that in yeah, the news. They were, yeah, like 48 hours. Uh, they were doing a flash sale, yeah. yeah. Um. Normally they're a bit more expensive, um, but uh, yeah, I got uh, got all of my approval, so I'm showing up Thursday or Friday, I think. I don't recall. I might take Thursday off. I think my boss is under the impression that I'm taking Thursday off. I should check my calendar. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the the weekend of the 24th, uh, I'll be in Culver City. So. All right. Uh, get that. And okay. then, oh yeah, and then the weekend of my birthday I won't be available because I'll be at a sword fighting event most likely mm -hmm. that's the first week of November I was here on my birthday just saying yeah yeah I'm kind of running the sword fighting event tell your husband that no one cares about his birthday <laughs> 
I care about I'm... sword fighting. I don't get to do enough of it. <laughs> I care about sword fighting, but not <laughs> just <laughs> It interferes with my grand birthday party idea. I was going to put a sign out on the door that says, fuck off, leave me alone, and then, like, have a bottle of scotch and then just sleep. Like, oh, I get my birthday off. I'm going to go to sleep Thursday night, wake up Friday morning, take sleeping pills, sleep all day Friday. You'll be older. <laughs> wake up in the middle of the day, take more sleeping pills. <laughs> take some take some Metamucil. <laughs> uh, old person jokes. Yeah. I got so, I, I've got gray hairs now. Getting old, Josh. <laughs> I'm 27. I have gray hairs or white hairs in my beard. How would you be able to tell? You're so pasty that it just blends in with your skin. Okay. Starting the riot! <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel very insulted. You have today. you have no eyebrows, you you have beard <laughs> hair that blends with your skin like <laughs> I have eyebrows. Right I don't there. see them. No, no, I don't yeah, no. Right there. I, oh, yeah, okay, I saw the hair. You you have a part of an eyebrow. <laughs> well, I had, to, I had to prove the whole thing. <laughs> you, you, you've, got, uh, you've got partial alopecia or something. <laughs> you can always have the opposite uh, issue. If you remember the Juice Man, he had, like, the freaking eyebrows for days. <laughs> Do you remember Juice Man? No. Yeah. Vaguely, vaguely, yeah. <laughs> freaking uh. ridiculous. All right, here we go. <laughs> 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 it could be worse. Not having eyebrows that are visible is worse than is is better than having a unibrow. I actually technically kind of do. It's a very fine hair though in the middle. <laughs> You're not helping yourself here. <laughs> you got the worst of both worlds: no eyebrows and a non-unibrow. <laughs> What? That's, that's an oxymoron. No, it's a non-unibrow because you... Never mind. Never anyway. Moving on. I have normal <laughs> eyebrows that are just hard to see. Uh. Well, it was ugly fuck on the... <laughs> Should have stuck to audio only. All right. This week on Starting the Riot, we are talking about renowned explorers. and get that gameplay... Up for you there. Renowned Explorers is actually a really cool uh, deep strategy. Well, it's kind of strategy turn-based fighting game uh, that uses. Uh, it's very open-ended in how you play it. Um, real quick, let me just tell you a little bit about um, it. Their little their little blurb here is a strategy adventure game set in the 19th century. Um, take command of a hand-picked group of diverse explorers and travel across the globe in search of legendary treasures while staying ahead of your rivals. You earn prestige in the renowned Explorers International Society and become the world's most renowned explorer. Um, what makes it really cool and open-ended as far as how you play it is they do this thing, they call it attitude-based gameplay where you literally don't have to fight any of the enemies. I've, as a matter of fact, I've seen a couple of people play it uh, just by talking their opponents to death and or talking them uh, to the point of running away, and uh, which is fantastic, I think, that, that you can even do that. Um, you can 
fight them normally, or you can use charm, deception, intimidation, uh, or just a show of force in general, which I don't know. Intimidation and show of force kind of seem the same thing to me, but hey. Uh, I'm to going make to eat go you away. up versus pointing a gun at you would be my assumption. Uh, both <laughs> are intimidating, but anyway, uh, it is procedurally generated uh, when you uh, take your expeditions. And uh, there's things that you, like I said, there's like resources that you can collect, insight, research, gold, and your status within the International Society for Renowned Explorers. Um, what's really cool, too, is uh, that all of your characters have like their own unique traits, uh, skills. Uh, they call them quirks. So there are negative and positive things that you can have um, in each of your characters that you, you use. Um, so it's just a really cool deep game. Uh, what do you think of what you see? You know, honestly, it it seems extremely simplistic, but extremely uh, provocative in terms of the amount of depth that is provided. Uh, and I think I I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just getting more simple minded as I get older. <laughs> but um, I like that that kind of style is is starting to appeal more and more to me where you know it's pretty straightforward and it's easy to pick up it's easy to learn but you are capable of going you know four or five six levels deeper in terms of you know the strategy and the the uh mechanical depth to it um simplicity might have something to do with just the uh lack of sleep things like this that, that might be that might um, be I, I do apologize like I have four hours of sleep in the last 48 um, so that's a really uh, cool art in this game yeah the, that was something else I was going to mention the, the art is, is uh, it, it's not hyper stylized but it it's kind of evocative of like the uh, the, the Disney animation type um, like, like Jungle Book or uh, Atlantis uh, or Tarzan. Yeah, I like... can kind of see that. Yeah. Uh, so something else from another little blurb uh, from them is uh, that you can seduce your way past uh, huge gorillas. You can humiliate cultist enemies into tears. Uh, so those are certain things that you can do instead of you know straight out fighting, which I think I, I the other thing that I've noticed in this game from. Um, from what I've seen, is that they, they've added their own bit of humor into this. By the way, uh, it is by the same people that created Rus, or Reus, or Reus. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that, to be honest. <laughs> um, if anyone has played that, and if you actually own it, and you buy it through Humble, you get a 25% discount. Otherwise, it is 19.99 on all platforms, um, including Steam, Humble, uh, and uh, God. God, and it's available. It, it is it is OS agnostic. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. Windows, Mac, and Linux. Um, and so yeah, Abbey Games did a really good job. This seems to be a, a very well put together. Oh, they have a really strong community. By the way, I almost forgot. They have a really strong community built around this game. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, they have this like uh, you can play multiplayer. Uh, I think. If I'm, if I'm unless, or maybe it's just connected as far as like your stats and what you do go, but you can find uh, treasures in the game, and on their website they actually have contests sometimes where um, uh, they don't have one running now, but they recently had one where if you're the first one to find a certain feather, you win something. I'm not. Yeah, sure what exactly. get your. What, what was it? Um... Or the contest. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, 
but that's cool that they're keeping track of that and that you can um they can do that basically anytime they want because it, as long as you're online when you're playing it so um good job on that abby games is the developer and uh you know what i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna break uh break this the line for just a second okay if you don't if you haven't played uh reyes or rose or however Reus. they pronounce it Reus. um Go check that out. Like, I'm watching... I, I checked it out on Steam because it was like, oh, yeah, it came out in 2013. Why haven't I played this? Um, I want this game. So if anybody wants to buy me a, th- a copy... I actually think I have a copy of it, um, but I didn't get a chance to play much of it. I would I would recommend it. It's a, it, it's a God-type game, which I yeah. love. So I, If it's the one I'm thinking of, which there's, like, uh, um, different, like, big things that create... Yeah, right. You shape the planet You're using those. The planet. Yeah, um, it is an interesting game and uh, well put together. I just didn't get uh, I just didn't get a chance to spend much time with that game uh, in particular to to really give a full opinion on it. But it looks cool, and from what I played, it's uh, well programmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it- so yeah, makers of Reus Reus. If someone knows how to pronounce that, please let us know. <laughs> and uh, go check it out. Links in the description. Abby Games, well done. There you go. This is your transition, sir. It's a it's a transition. Okay, I'm going to do a bad segue here. Peep show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to say anything. I was just going to leave it as a blank, and then you could just immediately cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's more for the live audience. What the fuck's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Uh, okay, so this game... Mm, I'm excited for this. I'm really excited for this. And um, I know I know that Sketchy... I, I saw they were taking some, some anonymous questions uh, earlier uh, this week. Excuse me and... when I pick my teeth. I have, like, popcorn kernels. <laughs> Sketchy Panda Games was was asked if they were gonna try and hook up with a publisher, um, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, maybe it'd have to be the right publisher, the one that does, you know, a good job." It was like, "So, uh, Devolver, maybe?" <laughs> Tiny Bill. Tiny Bill, uh, maybe on that one. I I don't know if they would fit more for this game, but yeah. I don't know if it's. A devolver kind of game that's why yeah, I could see that maybe oh well something to think about all right um, you doing okay over there prep you haven't really uh you're just kind of chilling uh, yep yeah, pretty much okay <laughs> uh, I've been up since yesterday gotcha so uh, totally understand <laughs> Uh, my kid, my my son, he he went to bed. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Good, good for him. I I hate him now because he's <laughs> right. <laughs> you can tell him that too. Ooh, actually, someone hates or... you. <laughs> a random person that you don't know hates your guts because you got a full night's sleep. But I know him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Give me one second. I just realized it's been several times since I. Uh, checked my patch. <laughs> this, okay, so the patching on this this medical software ridiculous. I say 
absolutely fucking ridiculous. The first one was 40 minutes to do. The second one was two hours. The third one was four and a half hours. It was just like... Mm. And this one is... Uh, still updating. Okay, that's all I needed. Okay. Da, 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 da. Sorry. <clears throat> Should be sorry. I am sorry. I am apologetic. No, you're not. You ready? Cool. And this week on Peep Show, we have probably one of the most interesting zombie games I have encountered uh, recently. Uh, this is by Sketchy Panda Games, and uh, some really cool cats, by the way. Uh, if you if you get the opportunity, check them out. They're not uh, cats, they're pandas. Pandas, sorry. Useless fuckers. Um, <laughs> or useless non-fuckers, I guess. Topical. <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> the, so, anyways. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Lack of sleep. I blame that. Uh, Abiford is, uh, is not what happens after the zombie apocalypse, like all of the other zombie games that, that we've encountered. Uh, it is the start of the zombie apocalypse and it kind of takes it back to you know the 1950s night or you know era and uh you're playing as one of four or five housewives uh from that time and and you know living in suburbia and everything's all all nice and and happy go lucky and holy shit there's fucking zombies what the hell um that sounded so- like you were reacting to the video like you weren't <laughs> expecting that <laughs> There's zombies in a zombie game? What, what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, no. So they uh, – it, it, think along the lines – I hate comparing it, but the, the feel that I get to it is kind of like what, uh, what uh, Left for Dead would be if it was, you know, in a more stylized version. Right. Uh, and, and I'm really – I really like the differentiation – of the characters, that was one of the biggest problems that I had with a lot of the the co-op uh, zombie games. Is that there is no differentiation in characters. Oh, you, you mean know? like skill-wise, not in terms not aesthetically. of aesthetically. Well, aesthetically, they're yes, they look slightly different, but they're all you know the exact same fucking character. Um, but but skill-wise, yeah, they don't they don't have anything to set them apart. You're running around with a machine gun, or you're running around with a pistol, and you get to choose and switch and blah blah blah. Uh, in this one, they actually uh, e- each character, each of the housewives that you can play as, uh, has their own uh, skill set, their own their own bonuses and and stuff like that. Yeah, this kind of feels like a Left for Dead made by Telltale. Uh, it, it, that that's a really yeah. good way of putting that. Um, so you know you can play you can play as Peggy who gets a bonus to melee attacks and to throw attacks, uh, Betty who who moves faster and does more damage with light weapons. Um, but what's cool is that the difference isn't only in their combat; it's also you know it's not just a combat game, it's not just an action game. It's also uh, choice oriented, and there's a lot of dialogue, not a lot of dialogue, but there's a good amount of dialogue where you actually choose what, how you want to. Like that's where the telltale comes in. And yeah. they differ. They differ in how they respond to different things and everything like that too. So that's cool. Now, I will say, I, I will say one of the one of the big things here that that kind of gave me pause. Um, these guys are asking for a, lot. a healthy chunk of money, um, just under three quarters of a million dollars. Uh, 
to be fair, this is a very ambitious project, and it is... is that ambitious? Uh, uh, I'm sorry? Is it that ambitious? I think so. I mean, it, they're, they're, they're saying 40... Okay, the, the, the amount they're looking for, the actual amount they're looking for, $675,000. They are to almost $76,000. However, that's not out of that chunk. It's not a lot, and they have 16 days to go. So, eh. But they might be. I I I have a feeling. I have a feeling that um, we we might be seeing a secondary one in the near future. Probably. But I I'm I am I'm kicking in on this one because I like the the idea of the project. And well, I I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. Is that they'll take a step back if this doesn't make it. Um, that they'll take a step back and say, hey, okay, maybe we don't need all this and cut that down. Right. Um, the other thing is, forty three percent of six hundred and seventy five thousand dollars is going to artwork and music. I mean, what? How? How much are they licensing? That would. That's actually my assumption. I I didn't have a chance to reach out to them uh, to to find out due to you know being busy, but licensing music and, and stuff like that 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 sets the uh, the era would definitely help i think and and yeah and then 33 percent of programming testing that to me sounds like that they're using that towards living expenses and probably some software and equipment well these 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 guys are currently uh you know trying to do it all out of out of pocket um and they all have you know their day jobs and oddly enough i live in the i used to live in the area that these guys are are from Um, not to sound like i'm trying to knock them down i'm just trying to get where i mean that's a lot of money to be asking for so people need to know um i i feel like that i mean it's nice that they did that little pie chart um i feel like i kind of want to know more specifically where it's going or how it's being used but um i i i still think that um, the game in itself is is um, worth backing either way. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the art, by the way, uh, you mentioned it's really stylized. The it's kind of really nice. It's it's almost uh, Borderlandsy in the art with okay. uh, cell shading, but it's it's not quite cell shaded. I don't really know how to explain it without. <laughs> well, I mean, people saw it on the video. Sell, uh, not sell. <laughs> yeah, it's not really cell shaded, but it's it's like that hand drawn like ink line look. Um, like it's, I think they they're trying to go for like the uh, old fifties um, ads, mm-hmm. like how they drew those, that kind of look maybe. So if you're into that, uh, also well, it would it would make sense, you know. Uh, we mentioned like these people, the the characters. Uh, personalities it's cool that they're taking the 50s housewife yeah and and all the sexism and everything like that that went with that and kind of turning that upside down and empowering them in this game it's it it, it's a mix of that and you know what did uh, all of the all of the the women that weren't uh Wow, that that sentence really got away. I was going to say all the women that weren't men that got shipped off to World War II. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, what is what is Rosie the Riveter Someone going? Put to that do? on Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a long day. Uh, oh. 
but you know, like Rosie the Riveter, what is she? What is she gonna do after World War Two? She's gonna she's gonna leave. She's the, gonna rivet. She well, no, because her her husband came back and the plant got filled with guys that that came back from World War Two, and she's gonna stay at home and make crepes all day. Like, come on, like you know, she would grab a rivet gun and go attack zombies if that happened. So. <laughs> Um, somebody, somebody else pointed out, and I, I, I agree with, and definitely wanted to mention, uh, the vast majority of the uh, of the team that, that's making this is female, which is nice to see. Kind of Refreshing. a really thing to see. So actually, I think there's only two dudes, and one, two, three, four. There's three, five, six, three guys, no. six girls, and two dudes. There's two dudes. Yeah, there's two dudes. Three. Where's this third one? At the bottom. One, Adam. At the top. Okay, Adam and Mike. Okay. So you have you have Oh no, yeah, there is three. Developer. I missed I missed Mike. Mike. I missed Mike. And then you have Adam Three that... three guys, six girls. So there three. you go. One, two, three. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Why don't we ship off all <laughs> Okay, we can edit that out. Bad segue time. Um, yeah, go check them out. And uh, I think I'm going to try and back them this paycheck. Go back, Aberford. Aberford, yeah. You know what you don't need to back? Free games. On free fun. Games. Uh, sorry, I was crashing hard there. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally trying to keep my eyes open at this point. I should probably also eat at some point today. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry, actually. I haven't eaten since yesterday at lunch. I should do that. Yeah. Food is good. Blood sugar falling bad, people. <laughs> Just FYI. Very, uh, very, uh, eloquent. Yeah, yeah. Words are things. <laughs> that one. And get the gameplay footage. Ready? Yeah, I am. I am ready. All right, here we go. This week on Free Fun, we have a game that's been getting a lot of attention recently called Relic Hunters Zero, and uh, it's a it's a by the way free game again on Steam uh, about evil sp- about shooting evil space ducks and evil space turtles with tiny cute guns. Um, there's a little bit of a tactical. It's it's like real time tactical, if that makes any sense. Because <laughs> uh, you have to kind of take cover behind uh, different, as you're seeing the gameplay, desks and boxes yeah. and things like that. And uh, basically, you're going through and, and locking weapons and characters and relics. And the end game is to defeat Duncan or Duncan. I'm actually not Duncan. sure. Duncan. Duncan Commander. Is that Duncan? Duncan Commander. Duncan Commander. I wonder if a that's K. a pun fucking commander ducking commander because like phones always like typo autocorrect fuck to duck maybe maybe <laughs> i don't i don't know a little bit of a stretch <laughs> but uh anyway uh again on steam free and uh made by rogue snail uh that is the development studio and it is for windows and mac not linux so screw you linux users 
Um, not really. Full controller support and has local co-op. One thing that I did want to mention, and I don't know if this was intentional or if it was just happy coincidence, but uh, the art style in this game is very similar to Hack and Slash. The and... art style is not the gameplay. Yeah, the, well, yeah, true. But it is... Like the, the the art style seems very similar to that. Um, it, it looks as though it's a bright and colorful game. Mm, uh, it is. Can I get confirmation? Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, like, color blindness. Right. But it looks it, it looks like a lot of fun. I haven't had. I, I'm I'm a horrible person. I haven't had the opportunity to play it. Uh, I should fix that. But um, it's free. Damn it! What the hell? Time. Uh, time. By the way, it's over two thousand reviews, ninety five percent positive. So that's take that for what you will. Jesus. Uh, it was only released in August, uh, August eighteenth to be exact. It's won awards, best game under development. Uh, Why which, is this a free game? Which is uh, which is a Brazilian <laughs> independent games festival, and it was honorable mention in the VI. Uh, festival oh, it's open source that makes sense so I'm assuming this is like a rogue snail is, is a Spanish studio because or, or South American because I don't those are both South American awards um, what did you say uh, two things one it's open source yeah mm. which is awesome that is, yeah and that's two, cool too um, you, you know why you recognize the name rogue snail why is that because we featured Chroma Squad on the show. That's what it was. These guys are the same guys that did Chroma Squad and Dungeon. That's, that's what it was. Chroma Squad. That in itself, the fact that Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad, by the way, we have mentioned many times that is one of the contenders uh, for us personally anyway. Uh, could be different for fans. But one of the contenders for Ride of the Year Award, game, the Indie Game of the Year Award that we do uh, coming up next month, actually. Yes. And uh, t- tell me, by the way, that you've sent that shield. <laughs> oh, there's science. Sent that shield. You didn't you... say I had to not lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so, but that in itself, just the uh, just the whole uh, fact that they have this uh, reputation already for excellent uh, development. And they made this free. I can't believe you're right. It, I can't believe it's free. But hey, who's to complain? Why? Why? Why look at your yeah. horse in the mouth? Whatever that means. I never really understood that thing. But hey, there you go. <laughs> and um, but you know uh, what we should look in the mouth. That's a horrible segue. Hookers? <laughs> no, don't look that in the mouth. <laughs> That's Herpyville. Um, the end of the show. <laughs> The end of the show does not have herpes, but all good things must come to an end. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Watch our show. It's over, and we're not giving you herpes. <laughs> That's a positive. <laughs> if anyone takes away from Indie Game Riot is that we didn't give you herpes, and therefore you should watch us weekly. <laughs> Just a disclaimer, don't misconstrue that with prevents. <laughs> yeah. 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 That'd be a bad thing. <laughs> oh, man. We should get Planned Parenthood. Didn't you game Riot? Prevents. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. No. Before that goes too far, we're, uh, we're ending it now. Let me just say that if you enjoy what we do and we haven't offended you, um, please too consider much. going to indie, or going to patreon.com slash indie game riot 
and uh, becoming our patron there. And uh, you can help us by, by uh, giving monthly, and it gets us towards our goals. Uh, our, the next goal up is a guaranteed giveaway every week for those of you in the live stream. Um, and once we get there, it'll be a good time because someone's going away with the game. Um, secondly, oh, by the way, again, patreon.com slash Riot. Thank you for your consideration. Uh, secondly, if you have any indie games, if you know someone who is making any game, if you have any kind of news regarding indie games, anything at all indie game related, please contact us. There's tons of ways to do it. First of all, again, uh, hitbox.tv slash Jashinia. That is uh, where you can come and chat with us live. And uh, or you can go on Twitter at IGR Podcast or Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. And then finally, email. You can email us, contact at IndieGameRide.com, which IndieGameRide.com is the entire website where everything that I just mentioned can be found. So go there, IndieGameRide.com. IndieGameRide.com. Any last words, gentlemen? IndieGameRide.com. Prep. No. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm out. Well, Prep, thank you for thank you for filling in for Tech, who's off killing his girlfriend. If anything, it was just your pretty face, even though he said like five words. It's cool. I understand. We put you on the spot. <laughs> you're used to you're used to being the guy behind the background. By the way, for those of you who joined us late, Prep is the guy that helps us out a lot behind the background, uh, and uh, we just kind of like, hey, you want to be the show? He's like, all right. <laughs> so thank you for for coming on. Thank you for spending your time with us. And thank you to all of you uh, in the live chat for coming and joining us. You make the shows very much, uh, much more fun than they usually are. I thank you all to you who are listening to the recorded version. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Later. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>